All right, so today's daf is daf Chav Zayin, page 27, and we pick up from the Gemara on the bottom of Chav Vav Amabez. On Erev Shabbos, we learned through the third Mishnah on daf Chav Vav, describing the Avaida of various other Karbonas besides for the Karbon Atomid. And we pick up now three lines from the bottom of Chav Vav Amud Beis. Now, Amud Aleph, the, the daf is really going to be split up between Amad Aleph and Amad Beis. Okay, Chav Zayin Amad Aleph is going to have a big focus on the um, Avaida itself of the wood on top of the Mizbeach. That's going to be a big focus of Amad Aleph. We're going to have a lot of uh, uh, rules of, of um, drushes where we have a hekish against the Pasuk and Zereshavas, and it's going to be that style Amud. And when we get to Amud Beis, we're going to focus on the Avaida of the placing down of the two additional um, pieces of wood on top of the Mizbeach. We're going to learn a Brisa that says if a non Kayan does it, he's Chayim Nisibidei Shemayim, and there's going to be a big Sikhtuch, a big back and forth over what the source for that is. And uh, a, a beautiful, beautiful uh, daf today. And tomorrow, Bez Hashem, also, we're going to have a little bit of a continuation as well as um, some, uh, some Agatha Gemara's coming up tomorrow morning. So here we go. Three lines for the bottom. Tana, we learned in a Bryce. All right, we all have it? Let's get cracking. Hefshetan v'nituach shavin bizar. That the skinning of the carbon of, of the carbon and the vinitucha and the cutting up is allowed to be done by azar by somebody who's not a kayan. Okay, you don't need a kayan to skin the uh, to skin the carbonus, nor do we need a kayan to cut up the carbonus. Now a big focus, just reminding ourselves of the Mishnah that we ended off with is we're discussing an ayol, a ram that is brought for a uh, for a carbon musaf. Okay? So a non-kayan is allowed to do the skinning and allowed to do the cutting up. Amr Chizkiah says, What's your source? As it says, Only Arna Kayan needs to put the Eish on his back. Only a Kayan needs to deal with the Eish. However, Okay, so only the things that have to do with the fire, the burning, you need a Kayan for. But something that that uh, has nothing to do with the fire. For example, the skinning of the animal and the cutting up of the the cutting up of the limbs in order to be makar of them. That does not to be brought. That does not need to be brought by a kayan. Again, so it says v'nostu b'nei Aaron what? Eish alam Only the sons of Aaron, only the kahanim, need to deal with the eish. If it do- doesn't have to do with the eish, so we don't need a kayan. Okay, says the Gemara. Ask the Gemara Shaila. Now we turn to today's daf. Chav Zayin Amud Aleph. Hi mi baile de gufe. But this that when the pasuk says, let's follow along very closely because this is how drushes work. We just said it says the only kaihanim bring the eish on the mizbeach, and it means fire. You need a kain for the limbs and the skinning. You don't ask the Gemara. The reason why it says a koi needs to do it is needed legufe is to let us know that a kohanim, that a kohen is needed to put the fire. Why is it important to tell us that a kohen puts the fire? Because we know that there was a constant fire there directly from Hashem. 
How do I know you need an additional fire brought by the Kohanim, brought by a human being? It says, V'nastu b'nei Aaron eish. The, the sons of Aaron need to place a fire. So if it is absolutely necessary to write these words of V'nastu b'nei Aaron eish, that the Kohanim need to place a fire, to teach us that halacha, so those words are no longer extra to teach me, Kohen yeah, but a non-Kohen no. Kohen yeah, by a age, non-Kohen no by age, and a non-Kohen could do the skinning. No, you can't learn out any drushas. Follow along. Follow along. Here's the main point. You can only make a drusha from words in the Torah that are not needed. You can make an additional drusha. But over here, it's necessary to write the words Kohen. Because otherwise, I would not have known that a Kaya needs to bring a fire because there's already a fire. So if these words are needed, I cannot learn out the additional drusha of a Yisrael being allowed to do the skinning. That's the Gemara's question. Answers the Gemara. Amr of Simbarashi, Simbarashi says, Ashkachte Labaye, I found Abaye, Dahavi Misbarle Lebre, who was explaining this drusha to his son. And he explained the drusha of how we know that a non kayan is allowed to do the cutting up and the skinning as follows. He told his son like this, Vishachat. He should shecht. Shechita bizar kshera. Who's he? It's not, it's not specific. It's not specific. All you see is that a male needs to do the shechita. Do we see that a kohen needs to do the shechita? No. Vishachat. He shechts. Okay. Now, Vichimeyayim basa. Where are we coming from to say this halacha, this that it says that you the kehanim have to protect the kahuna So if you need to protect the kahuna and the avida, so that means that a kohen has to do everything. Therefore, it says v'shachat he shechts general as ben abakar lefei Hashem vehikrivu bnei arna kohenim he shechts in front of Hashem. That's general. Again, who shechts? Anybody. Who does the dumb? Who does the blood? That's where it says, Only a Kohen needs to do the blood. Which means, from the uh, catching of the blood and onward, catching the blood, carrying it to the Mizbeach, sprinkling it on top of the Mizbeach. That's what we need a Kohen for. But prior to the catching of the blood, i.e., for example, the shechita, it doesn't seem to be that you need a kayan. And when it says, v'somach yadai, that he, he leans on the carbon, okay? When is this, when is the leaning done? Prior. V'shachat, and the shechita, the slaughtering, when is done prior to Gabal Sadam? Nimin al-shechita, shekseira bazar. So you learn out from here that, uh, that a, the shechita is kosher for a non-Kohen. Okay. So now, says the Gemara, with that introduction of how to break down the psukim discussing the karban, let's see. We said, from catching the blood and onwards, you need a Kohen. So if you need a Kohen, because it says, uh, I'm sorry, because it says, uh, that that afterwards you need Aaron and his children. 
So v'nasnu b'nei ar lamali. Once we know a kohen has the blood, why does the Torah have to tell us that the kohen puts it on top of, sprinkles it on the mizbeach? Of course, it's the kohen sprinkling on the mizbeach because he's the one who has the blood. The sprinkling comes. Let's follow. The sprinkling comes after Kabbalah Saddam. So far, so good. We've learned out that you need a Kohen from the Kabbalah Saddam and onward. So why by the sprinkling does it say you need a Kohen? Why is that necessary? That's coming to, must be, it's coming to exclude that only the sprinkling you need a Kohen for, which I would have already known. So why do you say it? To tell me the sprinkling needs a Kohen, but the cutting up and the skinning does not need a Kohen. Okay? Okay, so that's how Abaye explained the drusha of the Nasnu B'nai Aaron, how we know it's coming to exclude a, uh, um, a Yisrael from not being allowed, meaning we're including a Yisrael in allowing a Yid, a regular Yid, to do the skinning and the cutting up. Okay, that's how Abaye explains it. Now, says the Gemara, one moment. But we're still going to have a problem. Now, let's, let's keep the thought process. The only way we know that a Yisrael is allowed to do the skinning and the cutting up is because the Pasuk says specifically the Kayan has to do other things. And it doesn't say it specifically over here, so th- therefore it's excluded from a Kayan needing to do it. Even a Yisrael could do it, okay? Because we have these extra words of Anasnu B'nai Aaron. Ask the Gemara, no, these words are not necessarily extra. V'akati Yishrech, I still need the words of Anasnu B'nai Aaron. I would have thought to say, Since the fire itself is not ma'akev for the kapara, let's say the Kohen would not have brought the extra fire. And you would have had just the fire that's already on the Mizbeach, you would have still received a kapara. So therefore, Laisi Baikuna, you really don't need a kayin. Kamash Balan de Baikuna, that's what I would have thought. Kamash Balan, that a kayin needs to do it. And now that the Venasnu B'nai Aaron is telling us that a kohen needs to bring the fire, we no longer have those extra words. And if we no longer have the extra words of Venasnu B'nai Aaron, we no longer have a drasha, a source, to teach me that a Yisrael is allowed to do the skinning and the cutting up. So we're back to square one. What's going to be the source that a Yisrael is allowed to do the skinning and the cutting? So the Gemara says, you're right. But that can't be the source how we know in our Mishnah and in the Brisa that we started out with today that a Yisrael is allowed to do the skinning and the, and the cutting. So what's the source? Says the Gemara, the source is from the following uh, from the following Pasuk. The Kaihanim, the sons of Iron, the Kaihanim, they Archu, they set up, they arrange the parts, the the limbs of the animal, as Harish, the head, the Esapoder, and the fats. Okay, now Mikti, let's see. We already learned out previously that the Kabbalah Saddam needs to be done by a kayan. So from there on forth, you need kahuna. Va'archu lamali. So why does it say, va'archu, that they're setting it up? Of course they're setting it up. 
He did the Kabbalah Zadam. He did the sprinkling. Then he went back and you got and and uh, you got the limbs and you brought them up on the Mizbech and you're setting them out the bottom of the Mizbech. It's after the Kabbalah Sadam. So why, why do you got to list again that the Kohanim needed to do that? To let us know. The Kohanim needed to do the bringing up of the limbs and setting up the limbs, but they didn't need to do the actual cutting. Ah, he says the Gemara of Emel Amut, Esidur Shnei How do you know it's coming to tell us that a Yisrael is allowed to do the skinning and the cutting? Maybe it's letting us know that a Yisrael, that only a Kaya needs to arrange the wood, but a Yisrael is allowed to add the two extra pieces of wood. So the Gemara says, no. Mestavra, Dibcha, Dekavase, Memayed. It makes sense that we're excluding something similar to the Pasuk itself. What the Pasuk say? The Kohen arranges the limbs, right? The head and the, 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 the fats. So we're going to exclude something that has to do with the limbs. For example, the skinning and the cutting, the, the cutting up of the limbs, as opposed to excluding the wood that is a totally separate... The, the wood, why, why would a Pasuk discussing the limbs and the head and the fats be coming to exclude two pieces of wood? One's talking about the animal, one's talking about the pieces of wood. It's more logical to say it's coming to exclude the the cutting and the skinning. Says the not necessarily. Adaraba, just the opposite. Maybe Sidur the Kavasemimait. You know, the Pasuk was talking about setting up and arranging the head and the fats. Well the wood also was arranged. So how do you know to say, oh, when we say that only a Kohen needs to do the arrangement of the limbs on top of the Mizbeach, logic dictates that it's, uh, you know, that only a Kayan needs to do the arranging, but you don't need a Kayan to do the cutting up. And it's not talking about wood. So the Gemara, no. Maybe logic dictates that the same way a Kayan needs to arrange the limbs, he also has to arrange the wood. Because it also deals with arrangement. Says Gemara, no. Don't think that. The Yama Mark is the Tana Torah in the Bryce of Hikrava Kayan is a Kalmas Becha. The Kayan brings it on top of Bech Zuel, Lachesi Baram Lakavish. Just talking about bringing the limbs of the ramp. Which lets us know that the ca- only the carrying of the limbs up the ramp needs a kayan. But carrying of the wood does not need to be done by a kayan. But you could imply from here that the arrangement of the shnei gizrei eitzim does need a kayan. Why do you got to say that he arranges it? Why do you got to say that's coming to exclude hefshit, the cutting up, vinituach? Uh, I'm sorry, Hefshit, the skinning, Vinituach, and the cutting up of the limbs. All right, so we're back to having a proof again at this stage of the Gemara. We, we start out with a question. How do you know a non-Kohen is allowed to do the skinning and the cutting up of the limbs? So the Gemara right now is learning it out from the Pasuk of V'archu father. You only need the Kohen to arrange the limbs but you don't need a Kayan to do the skinning or cutting up the limbs. That's going to be our source, at least at this step of the Gemara right now. Says the Gemara, how is that a source? Ve'ima say, hachanami ligufei, that pasuk of arhu is also needed, ligufei, is also needed for its own halacha. How do you know? We're going to explain soon why it needs to be learned out from here. Okay, why, why this pasuk is needed specifically for the arrangement. So what does it mean the Kayan is, uh, the, the, the is maktir everything, okay, that he does the, the complete haktara, that he does the, the, um, the complete burning part, okay? 
So what's going to be his... Um, what's, we're, we're backing off of the Kayan doing the arrangements. That's how it's copied. We're backing off the Kayan doing arrangements because that's needed legufei. That's needed... We have to know that a Kayan has to do the arrangements, which we're going to see why soon. But as soon, now that we need this Pasuk, again, this Pasuk cannot be a source for an outside halacha, and we need to find a different source. So we're saying, Maybe the extra pasuk is from Maybe this is going to be the source. Where only the kayan has to do the complete haktara, the complete burning, but he doesn't need to do the cutting up and the skinning. Now, what's the source for this? So says the Gemara. The kayan is makrav, brings the clothes on his back. That's talking about bringing the limbs. Only the carrying of the limbs needs to be done by a kayan. The carrying of the wood does not need to be done by a kayan. The carrying does need a kayan, but the arranging needs to be a kayan. Oh, okay, so we don't have the extra pasuk. So the word vinastu that a kayan has to do it needs to teach me its own specific halacha. A kohen needs to do the arrangements. It's no longer an extra pasuk. I need that. The archu, and you, Vinaslu is that he plays it. Archu is that, and that he arranges it. Shnayim, okay, which is, that's, that's plural, that's multiple, okay, which means there's two people involved. Bnei Aaron, Shnayim, the sons of Aaron, sons is also plural. Hakoyhanim, Shnayim. Lamadnu litre, Sheton, Shlish. You learn from here that a, a uh, carbonatomid is going to have six different kaihanim bringing it up the ramp. Okay? Omar Rev Hamamuna. Rev Hamamuna explains. We're not done the thought. Let's keep on this. Rev Hamamuna explains. This is going to be the last step for this discussion. Kashulele Rev Lazar. Rev Lazar had a question and he asked, Hi, Bibena Bakarksiv, when a carbon oila comes from cattle, it says, Ubena Bakar Esimbarba, boy, there were 24 kaihanim that took part in. The carbon hatamid when it was a when it was from cattle, okay. So why are we saying that sheep, which is part of cattle, why are we saying you only need sheep? Then uh, you only you only need six. If elsewhere we see you need twenty-four. and he answered, referring to the wood that's on the fire that's on the mizbeach. When are you going to have an avida where it includes wood, it includes fire? And it includes Mizbeach, all of them, as Rashi explains over here, needing to be Kaihanim by every single step. Top of Ahmed Bez answers the Gemara, it must be that it is referring to a sheep. So, what are you coming out with? Period. End of this Gemara. What we're coming out with is the Drosha that tells us you need six Kaihanim is referring to a sheep, Karbon Hatamid. What's included in this pasuk? The wood, the fire, okay? That's all part of the, of the carbon atomid. And um, the Torah, therefore, needs to mention specifically that these are arranged all the way from the morning, all the way from, from uh, when the day starts. The kayanim need to do that. And this is going to be the fire that the carbon atomid is burnt upon. Ultimately, this is the last, it's this last idea over here. If we turn back to Ahmed Aleph, we're, we're, um, we're sticking with the source. What's the source that 
the kaihanim needed to do the wood and needed to do um, uh, the bringing up of the limbs, but they did not need to do the skinning and the cutting up of the limbs. That is going to be from uh, the hikr of akayim esakayil from that brisa of hikr of esakayil amizbecha, which ultimately boils all the way back to. Period. End of that discussion. Again, a lot of uh, you, have to, uh, you know, a lot of a hekashim uh, and and psukim um, to teach us ultimately the source that a non kayan is permitted to do those parts of the avida. End of that discussion. All right, here we go. Ahmed Bey is going to be a lot more straightforward. Straightforward, just uh, straight up halachas over here. Very interesting, Zach. Very interesting thing. Here we go. Amr Ravasi, Amr Bechen. Ready? Top line. We're gonna, this is going to move. Ravasi says, If a non kohen does arrange the wood on top of the Mizbeach, we said you're not allowed to, right? This Pasuk says specifically, a kohen has to set up the wood. What if a non kohen does it? Chayav. Your Chayav Misabedeshamayim. Not only does a kohen need to do it, if a non kohen does it, guy goes up, sets up the wood on top of the mizbeach. Chayav b'yisbedeishemai. All right. Says the Gemara, Ketzar Huayse. The Yisrael did it. What do we do? Now this question is a big shadow. What the question is, whether you know, could he wiggle out of it by taking it down, or the question is he can't wiggle out of it. He's already chayav b'yisbedeishemayim. But what do we do to make the carbonos now kosher that are going to be brought on top of the fire? Okay, so Kate said, how do we straighten this out? Parka, take it apart and then put it back together. Says the Gemara, Maya Hanile, what does that help? Right now we're thinking, we're telling him to take it apart and put it back together. Not a Kohen, yeah? Says, if a guy did it, what should he do? Take it apart and put it back together. Shkoyach. Is <laughs> you're back to square one. He still he still rearranged it, right? Gemara so says no. Elo parkazar v'sarch kain. Here's what you do: the non Yisrael who set up the wood should take it apart, and then have a kohen reassemble it. So now it's done properly, and you're allowed to use it for the karbanis. Maskevar Rezera Rezera has a challenging question. V'chiyesh lecha avayda shakshera belayla v'sula bazar. He says I don't understand something. I don't understand something. We know that the setting up of the wood is permitted to be done at night. And something that's permitted to be done at night, usually in the base Hamikdash, as we explained previously, it was kind of like nighttime avodas are like support. It's like the stores restocking their shelves. They're usually anything done at night is not really ma'akiv. So asks Reb Zeyra. He says oh, he's bothered. You know, this that we're saying that you literally mamish, it's got to be done by a kaya, not a Yisrael. Why? Well, you know, where do you find you know a uh, a precedent where something done at night and where we insist on it being done by a kohen? So Gemara says, "We'll tell you." Valai, really? We don't insist on kahanim at night. The burning of of the limbs, the fats and the limbs on top of the mizbeach were done throughout the night. That's a night avayda. So Gemara says, hey, "Okay, but the, you burn that starting the end of the day." So that's not really a nighttime avayda. Yeah, you know, a Kohen obviously has to do the burning of the fats and limbs. He says, yeah, Rav Zayra says you're right, but, you know, that, that's considered the end of day avodah. 
that burns throughout the night. I, I'm talking about a real night avayda. So I the mom. Gemara says, okay, I'll tell you, Chuma Sadashin. Remember the remember the Gishmaka Chuma Sadashin? We said on a regular day, when's the Chuma Sadashin done? A little bit before sunrise. It's done at night. And we said that on Yom Kippur, they did a Chatzos Halayla at midnight. And by Yom Taivim, they would even start after the Shmuri Shaina, after the first watch. So you see the Chuma Sadashin needed to be done by a Kohen and was done at night. Says Gemara, that's also called the daytime of Aida, says Ravzeira. That's called the beginning of the daytime of Aida. says the name of the Once a Kayan washes his hands and feet for the Truma Sadashan, he doesn't need to do it again for the day. The Machar For the next day, he does not need, uh, he doesn't need to re sanctify his hands and feet like it's a new day. No, he already started his day. It's considered So, Reb Zevra now has his question. And his question is, why do we insist on a Kayan setting it up if it's a nighttime Avaidah? And by a nighttime Avaidah, we're usually not so insistent on, on, uh, on a Kayan. Valakasha. So we still have our question. We still have Reb Zevra's question. So Gemara answers, Rather, we're going to restate Rabbi Echanan's opinion on Ravasi of Rabbi Echanan. Ravasi says in the name of Rabbi Echanan, Zar Shasi the Shnei Gizrei Eitzim. If you have a non kayan who sets up the Shnei Gizrei Eitzim, he puts out the two extra blocks of wood on top of the, the arranged wood. Since it is considered a Avaidas Yoim. Says the Gemara, one second. If now you're going to call it a daytime Avaida, so now, what, remember what happened with the daytime Avaidas? There were four times where we gathered together and do a lottery for the different Avaidas. Yeah? So if it's a daytime Avaida, why don't we mention the placing of the, uh, these two blocks of wood as something that got uh, that was included in the raffle, it's not listed, and the, all the daytime of this are listed. Gishmakakasha says the Gemara Ishtamitzei For Rava to ask the question, he obviously was not aware of the following brisa. It is listed, right? We said, how did we get the Kahanim to wake up early in the morning? Even though there was a chance that they may not win, you know, you got a, a hundred kaihanim coming to the avaida, like yeah, I only have a one percent chance of winning the truma sedeshin. So you know what, I'm going to stay in bed. So they added to the tab, they added in zocha besida maracha besida shnei So it is added in, okay? All right. Nameva Rava has no challenging question because it is listed. It could be a daytime avaida. Okay. The name of the avaida by paya says gemara, and also, do you mean? That Avaida Sayyim needs a lottery, but you also have the burning of the fats and limbs that, um, that uh, is a nighttime Avaida, but it's part of the lottery. So Gemara says, same answer we gave before. No, it's the end of the daytime Avaida, because it starts right after the day. I have a Chuma Sadashan. We said Chuma Sadashan is because of the Maisa Shehoya, the story that we mentioned, right, where they used to race up and somebody got hurt. Um, and uh, so, so that's why, you know, that's why we have it, uh, the lottery. I said, Do you mean to say that it's Avaidas Yaim? 
that the, the putting down of the piece of wood and a non kohen does a chayv misa by pious, and you need a lottery. Ain zar chayv ala misa, but if if a non kohen is not chayv misa, shemayim loy by pious, you don't need a lottery. Vary shchita. But what about the shchita? Shchita, we know technically is allowed to be done by somebody who's not a kohen, and we still auctioned it off. Okay, now if the yisrael did the avayda v'kavon atamid, it wasn't ideal for yisrael to do, but if yisrael did the 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 tamid shchita. It would still be valid. So you see, ask the Gemara on Rava, why are you so concerned? What's your question? We find that even things that are Yisrael are capable of doing were still included in the auction. Says so Gemara, no, there's no question because shiny shchita, the shchita is different. The tchilas avaydehi, okay, it, that that starts the whole process. It's like the leadoff batter, all right. The leadoff batter and the starting pitcher get things going. And therefore, shechita, even if it could be done by a non-kayin, it, it, it's still worthwhile, uh, you know, auctioning it off and including it in the lottery because it was given particular chashivas because that was like the first step of the day. Amar Marzutra, Marzutra says, the Tema Ravashi, some say it was Ravashi, Vanon, Leitanan Hachi, but didn't we learn otherwise? We said that the one appointed in charge says to the Kaihanim, go out and see. Go, go out and see whether it's daybreak yet. Yeah? Whether it's daytime for us to, to shecht. We don't talk about the time for the Shnei Gizrei Eitzim. Now, the Shnei Gizrei was done before the Shechita. Alright? And the thing is, um, if it was part of the Avaida, it needed to be done by daybreak. It had to be done by day. And if it had to be done by day, the Mamuna shouldn't say, go out and see if it's time for Shechita. He should say, go out and see whether it's time to add the two pieces of wood. Because that came immediately prior to the Shechita. So we're not looking for Shechita time. We're looking for the two blocks of wood time. And for the Gemara, last step for today, really something that has the Dlesle Takanta, something that can't be fixed up, Kotani, that's what we listed, because once the Shechita is done, it's done. But the placing of the two things of wood, something that could be changed, like Kotani, we didn't, uh, we didn't do that, right? Now, how can it be changed? Because what happens, what happens? We said the putting of the two pieces of wood needs to be done after daybreak, immediately prior to the carbonat tamid. Okay, uh, the shechit of the tamid. What would happen if the two pieces of wood were put down before daybreak? Is there a problem? No. You know why? Because... The Mamuna is still telling them, go out and see if it's time for Shechita. If they go out and say, no, it's too dark, you know what we could do? Take away the two pieces of wood and nothing ever happened. Nothing ever happened. In other words, it's not important to check the time, particularly for the two pieces of wood. Because even if you make a mistake with the two pieces of wood, so just take it off the Mizveach and you'll put it back at the right time. What's important to make sure it's daytime for is the shechita, because the shechita you can't do again. Once the animal's dead, it's dead. Right? And therefore, it says in the Pasuk, maybe, answers the Gemara, 
Maybe really the two pieces of wood needed to be done after daybreak. Aye, so why did the import, why did the appointed person only say go out and check whether it's time for shechita? Because that was the shechita is the step that's really completely dependent. Like we we have to make sure it must be daybreak by the shechita. Aye, what about the wood? That was our question. All right, because if it wasn't daybreak, we'll just take it down and put it back on. It wasn't so important for him to send out the kahanim to check the time. Period. End of, uh, th- that gives us the final answer. And Be'ezus Hashem, we will pick up from the Ika de Amri. Um, we'll pick up from the Ika de Amri, two lines from the bottom of Chav Zayin Mubez tomorrow morning. And uh, 9.30 tomorrow morning, we will uh, pick up Daf Chav Ches. Tomorrow we have a fascinating, fascinating Daf, beautiful Daf. A little bit of a continuation of this until we finish the Perak. We finish our second Perak towards the bottom of tomorrow's Daf. And then uh, as we start the new perek, the remainder of the daf is, is some uh, fascinating agadita. So Bez uh, Hashem, I look forward to seeing everybody uh, tomorrow morning. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.